All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. TGI Friday. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, going solo, but we still got the Business Bros going. All right, let's jump into your fire intro. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Our military is here to keep us safe. Members of the military often come out of the service and struggle with reintegrating into civilian life. So we love to acknowledge our service members on holidays like Veterans Day and sporting events, but we can do more. On today's show, we're going to be talking to someone who helps community members coordinate with vets and help them transition into the, into the civilian world. So find out how you can contribute and become part of this amazing organization. Welcome to the program from Vets Community Connections here in San Diego, Amy Richards. <laughs> 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 All right, Amy. You could not have picked a better intro for that. That is one of my all-time favorite movies. No way. No yes. way. You're a Tombstone fan? Yes. Well done. Oh, dude. I mean, I've, I've watched that movie, I don't know how many times. It's, uh, it's, it's. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Like, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Like, I got, I, I think I can recite that line so much. My wife hates it. I think she's, she's over that movie so many times I've watched it. But it's a great film, right? Yes. yes. Epic. I'm a, I'm a Doc Holiday fan. I, I, I was telling uh, I was telling James or most of my friends, I go, I know that I'm going to die just like Doc Holiday. hopefully not with tuberculosis, but I'm going <laughs> to look at the end of my bed and I'm going to look at my feet and I'm just going to say, that's funny. That's going to be like the end. That's, that's the end yeah. of my life right there. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully after 90 years. All right, Amy, welcome to the program. Uh, I, I, all right. I already like you because you're a Tombstone fan. Uh, tell, me, tell me a little bit about your background, how you got involved with this organization. So um, I am a military spouse myself. My husband is active duty. He's been active duty 25 years this month. So um, I have been involved with his active duty status for about 15 years. So what I can tell you is I started out very um, green and not really aware of much of anything involved with military life. I, we, we got married when I was in my 30s. I had my own corporate career and been around the bend and enjoyed life. Then I stepped into the military life as a spouse and it was a whole different world. Um, so what I learned early on is it was necessary to find resources to really allow yourself to thrive. Um, military life can be challenging. Uh, I can tell you our first move away from home, we went from Massachusetts to Honolulu, which was amazing. But I, we got there, I had a six month old and a two year old and my husband got deployed within two months of us arriving for four months. We Ooh. had no household goods. We were just in a brand new neighborhood. I was new to this whole moving across the world thing. I was in an amazing place, so I can't complain about that. But that was that was literally kicking me out of the nest and making me figure out how to sink or swim. And that's where it began my, my opportunities to really just learn the system and understand how military life is. Fast forward to about eight years later, both kids were in school full time and I decided it was time to go back to work because I had at the time only been a stay at home mom. I shouldn't say only, but I was a stay at home mom 
And at the time when they were all back in school, I decided it's time to embrace my career again. So I came back into the working world in San Diego. Um, I joined another nonprofit here that did support military members. I started out with a program called Hire GI on the recruiter side. I transitioned from there to Reboot and worked with their transition workshops that they helped the military members with. Um, and all of that was within a good strong year. Then we got transferred. The, the shoe fell and we get transferred away from San Diego up to Alaska. Um, cool. Yes, cold, different, great people, whole different way of life though up there. It, it, it's, um, it's, you know, it's remote. We were on a tiny, tiny little island. Whole, community life was really great. It was small town. Everybody knew everybody. Um, it was a different life away from San Diego. When we had the ability and opportunity to transfer again, I rallied and pushed for us to come back to San Diego because I knew how strong the support for military and veterans was here. There's such an amazing collaboration of organizations that work together to build up the best opportunities for veterans and just active duty military and families. So I won, yay. Yeah, hometown <laughs> of San Diego, baby. I mean, this is, yes. this is where it's at, hometown yes. San Diego. Right, so, a little bit of clap. Yeah, so coming back here, I reached out to my network of people I worked with in the past and just one thing led to another. And I came back and I ended up joining with Vets Community Connections, which was interesting because when I left, Vets Community Co Connections was really starting to take off. So I was aware of them and I worked alongside with the individual who was in my position at the time. So it's really kind of a full circle opportunity that came around for me. And I, I took on this position in the beginning of January and haven't looked back since. That's a, that's quite a story. And okay. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, but based on your accent, you're originally from like the, the Boston area. Yes. All right. So cool. I got it. Nailed it. Yes. Yes. All right. So yeah. I can tell. Yeah. So when I get going, it really comes out. Was yeah, when we were in Hawaii, there was a place down there called Boston pizza and it, um, I went in, I had to go, I had to go. I had to, yeah. I go in there and they completely had everything, nothing like Boston. It was, it was <laughs> or, or downtown New York. They had forget about it all over the place and, the, and everything. <laughs> but what happened is when I ordered the pizza, they were 100% like back home. They're just their mannerisms and their, and their behaviors and everything else. And I was like, okay, forget about the whole atmosphere in here. You're nailing the whole Boston. <laughs> so we're okay now. I'll take the pizza. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I, it's one of my favorite accents. Uh, one of my favorite personality types. They just tell you like it is. Like you know what I mean. Uh, you also had the Patriots who were dominating for so long. Uh, as much as you you uh, yeah you hate to you hate to have a, a Patriots fan around when you're any other fan. Uh, you know, there, there's a there's an epic level of competitiveness. There's an epic level of work work ethic that comes out of Boston a lot of times. Uh, and and I don't know. That's the that's the stereotype that I tend to have when when I uh, meet people from Boston. And it's kind of uh, you know apparent in in your story and in, in the different things that you've been able to do. Uh, another thing that I got out of your story that most people here in San Diego understand, but other people around the country don't quite understand, uh, the military controls your life. You know, you're here in San Diego. It's one of those spots. But in your story, when you're talking about that, it's like, you know, Uncle Sam says, sorry, you're going over here. You got orders to go over there. Boom. Now you're over there. Oh, by the way, you've only been here a year. Your kids maybe just got acclimated. They're, they, they get made new friends at school. Boom. You get new orders. You're somewhere else. 
that's a lifestyle that that a lot of people don't quite understand uh, that military vets have to go through. And then all of a sudden, it ends, right? All of a sudden, Uncle Sam says, "Oh, you're 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 done. Are you going to re up? Are you going to sign for some more years?" And you're like, "No!" Like if, it, if James was here, he'd tell you he did his you know seven years, seven months, and whatever days, like like a prison countdown almost. Uh, and uh, and then and then. All of a sudden, there's nobody telling you what to do. All of a sudden, there's nobody telling you how to put your clothes away. All of a sudden, there's nobody telling you when you have to, you know, show up in the morning or what you have to do at the end of the day or where you have to go. Uh, and and if if anybody's out there, the the similar transition here is like when you graduate high school or graduate college. You've had somebody telling you what to do, where to go, where you're supposed to be every single day, and then it ceases to happen, and you have to figure it out for yourself. Can you explain uh, from a military's perspective what was that like exiting the military and now having to become civilians? So we haven't exited ourselves personally yet. We're still in the active duty lifestyle and my husband's still going strong. But what I can tell you is from what I have understood and experienced through others based on their stories, it's a challenge. There is a lot of information when you are transferring out of active duty status and transitioning into the civilian world where they go through a class and they learn a lot of that. A lot of information gets loaded into their their thoughts. Um, the challenge with that is it's so much information and you think, okay, great, I have this, but it's too much at once. And it's uh, sometimes depends on how it's delivered to you and how much you can really embrace it. That's one key component too. You can have it delivered in an amazing facet and do a great job gaining all of that knowledge. Those individuals, maybe in a better position when that happens. Or you could receive it from someone who's maybe a little less lackluster and not as involved and excited about how helping you transition out can go. That can really influence how your ex expectations and abilities go when you once you leave. But regardless, so, it's it's a fire hose nonetheless, right? Whether it's a nice 100%. person shooting the fire hose or yeah. you know a horrible person shooting the fire hose, it's still a fire hose of information. And Absolutely. we and anybody who's ever uh, absorbed that much information, whatever they taught you today, an hour after you walk out of the room, you don't remember all of it. Absolutely. So it, it's it's one of those things too that. Um, what you may learn today may not be active and available tomorrow. And especially mm. right now, real-time information is so critical with the way the days of COVID is. So, so many businesses and so many different programs and organizations and classes and whatnot that might have been available in March, March 13th, March 17th, Gone. aren't there anymore. They're not. And they may still show up. If you're doing a Google search, you're looking online for that resource and then all of a sudden you call them and they're not there. So it's... Goodbye, exactly. little, goodbye, whatever opportunity, goodbye, whatever benefit, goodbye, it's gone. Yes, yes. The other challenge though, it's, it's really critical to understand this is a lot of individuals when they transition out, they feel that they need to do the same thing they've been doing for five, 10, 20 years. And they feel that way because I relate it back to when you're in high school. You're in high school and everybody tells you college, 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 or military, military, military. They don't give you other thought processes, right? At least when it was my era, my generation. So you were conditioned to do one thing. What we want them to do is understand the military members when they're transitioning, there is a world of opportunity out there. You don't have to do what you've been doing all along. Look into other ways that you can pursue that second career 
and expand that. Look into what maybe your hard skills and soft skills are and build off of that. What's your passion? You know, is your passion to continue doing what you've been doing for the last 20 years or is your passion something else? And if it is, how can we help you find that passion and pursue it? Let's help you network and connect to that. Well, let's uh, let's hover on that because uh, usually after you do you meet certain qualifications, you also qualify for the GI Bill, right? And so a lot yeah. of a lot of people come out and they end up going into some sort of university, National Point Loma, whatever it is, uh, and they're doing it just to get by and earn that income uh, because they don't have what you're describing right there. And 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 to be honest, that's that's kind of okay in a sense. Uh, I, I tell my 17 year old students all the time, I'm like. Look, you don't exactly know what you want to do. However, you do know what you like to do, right? And and that's that's one of those key qualities that you you can go into the education field and learn all about what you want to do. You can also volunteer some of your time at organizations that are that are in the field that you are thinking about getting into. Test the waters, dip your feet in there and see if that's the water that you like because if it's not, now's the time for you to kind of change and transition. Your organization is helping people to dip their feet in a bunch of different type of ponds, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So one of the big um, initiatives we launched in August, let me back up a little bit. When COVID began, we were watching individuals be furloughed, laid off, um, released altogether from their job opportunities, and then add in the transitioning military members also running into that. They're coming out of the service. They had a plan in place. They had their plan B ready to go. And then what happened? COVID happened, right? So COVID mm -hmm. put the brakes on a lot of people's plans, careers, and futures. We predicted that there will also be an opportunity for people to have some self-reflection and reflect on what they're doing. When all of this starts to dis you know, disappear and come back and life starts to re return to normal per se, do they want to go back to what they've been doing? Do they want to continue pursuing what they have been involved with? Is it making them happy? Or why not now is the time with the whole way the world is? Why don't we look at what we're doing and consider other opportunities? So we started our Careers in the Community initiative in August. And the basis and goal of that is to ultimately bring in leaders in the community. We've started in with transitioning programs and training programs. We had Reboot and Wounded Warrior Project and Travis Mannion Foundation talking about all of their different certification and training programs and transition opportunities. We've also brought in Sony Corporation, General Atomics. We've had Embry-Riddle Aeronautical. We just had National University this week on board with us talking about all of the different GI and financial components of going and pursuing your education. Um, on which opportunity was there. We, we've been doing every, you know, different components of how to, what's out there. And sometimes people will hear a place like a general atomics and they think they have to have a particular type of ability and you do for certain positions, but not all. There's always those support roles. There's always different part, you know, avenues within these large corporations that you can pursue and have abilities to access. You just have to have the confidence. One other thing that people forget too is, or they may not even realize, we all have a resume. We all have our job descriptions and our abilities on the resume. But what's making you different than the person sitting next to you? Because if you're pursuing a job and Joe's pursuing a job, you and Joe may have all of exact same skills, those hard skills. 
what's your soft skill? What makes you different? And how can you present that so that you're memorable and also going to elevate above that other individual to gain the interview and then ultimately land the job? Rose? I had a question about, uh, you know, what you're describing is very much employment based, right? So trying to get these guys to, to find employment. Is there any, um, training and stuff for maybe the, for maybe some of these vets building their own business, for example, getting certain certifications so they can become entrepreneurs and go out and seek, uh, their own thing, build their own, their own future with no salary caps. It's an excellent question. So one of the other things that we do have is we're, we're networkers ultimately, Vets Community Connections, we're that connector and the bridge to the whole civilian side of San Diego. One of those pieces is we have individuals that we can connect people to, to learn about all of the different opportunities. If somebody wants to talk to a veteran who has started or been an entrepreneur themselves and been successful, or they wanna to talk to an individual in the San Diego community who's also an entrepreneur and been successful, how do they start that? We can connect them to that individual. The individual will talk them through the whole process and really give them an inside, more like inside knowledge or information directly on what their experience is and how to happen. One other key thing though that I have been learning from other veteran service organizations is we are at almost an impasse where there's a lot of veteran owned businesses right now that are actually starting to reach a retirement age. Those veteran owned businesses are going to be looking for somebody to pass it down to. Who better to pass it down to than a fellow veteran or a transitioning military member? If you wanna be connected to those veteran owned businesses, we have the ability to, to seek those individuals out and make those connections. Ooh, you're speaking my language right now. So check it out. I'm gonna share with you what's going on for us. Uh, James and I own an insurance agency. Uh, and we've been really fine tuning who our target audience is, who we want to speak to. Uh, and James is very much, I, I'm very, I, I wasn't military, so I didn't get the, I didn't get the same type of uh, strict regiment that he got, but he came out of the military, very SOP focused, right? Very standard operating procedure, very systematic in what he does. So he's taken all my crazy ideas. I'm like, dude, we should do this. We should do this. And he's like, eh, brings it down and systematizes it. Right. Uh, and then, and he kind of keeps me in the lane from, from time to time. And so as we're defining who we want to talk to, one of the things I noticed was everything in our system is designed, uh, by a veteran. It's designed so that a veteran can operate it. It's designed so that it's, it's familiar to other people who have been in the same mindset and the same, uh, you know, uniform that he has been in. Uh, and, and so that's part of who our ideal client is. So now we're thinking, look, if we can get people who are, who can get a, a, a property and casualty license and insurance license, we have a, the full on training, the full on system so that, you know, you're, there's something you're familiar with. This is, you do step one, you do step two, you do step three, right? It's all laid out for you. And on the other side, we're looking for the people that you were just describing right now. We're looking for those people in the financial sector, the accountants, the bookkeepers, the yeah. tax preparers that are veteran that are veterans that understand the power of having these SOPs, that understand the power of having these systems in place, who are either looking for another revenue stream, right, or on their way out and want to transition that business. And now we can marry those two together. And so it's yeah. funny because you're speaking the same language that I, that James and I have been talking about, and, and it's helping us kind of identify who we want to speak to. Um, 
What have you found when talking to uh, either? Well, let's stick to the to the ones that are that are aging out, right? What are you finding that is some of their biggest problems when it comes down to I need to close my business, I need to sell my business, I need to get out of what I'm already doing? I don't. I. I don't know directly. I haven't heard direct information about what their biggest concern is. I would imagine though that, and this would just be me putting myself in their shoes. I would imagine that I would like my life's work to be passed on to somebody who would feel as passionate about it as me. I would also imagine that I would want someone who will be dedicated and continue to grow the business and embrace what I've built and be able to pass it on and know that I'm comfortably handing something over to someone who appreciates it, has strong worth ethic, and really can continue to make it evolve into something of their own. So take what I've built, make it their own, and then plant the seed, watch it grow. I guess that's right. Continue the legacy. Yes. All right. Well, you know what? I mean, what what you're already doing is amazing, and and I want to make sure that we get to we we get to share some of the opportunities that you have available for the community to either get involved and in some of the uh, events that you have going on. So, uh, can you can you share with with our audience? Um, let's start off with how can they get involved, and then we'll get into what what do you have going on event wise or or training wise that people can get involved with. Absolutely. So one of the best ways you can become involved is to join our network database. Um, We are always looking for individuals who have abilities to talk to the veterans or the transitioning military members, like we were just saying about if they are interested in becoming their own business owner, or if somebody is interested in pursuing a particular career, whether it's with Google or Sony, for example, like we've used in the past, Uh, Qualcomm. Qualcomm has an amazing veteran program over there. We're looking for individuals to join our careers in the community initiative and whether it's being a presenter and hosting, um, we host the webinars at one hour coming in and talking for 15 to 20 minutes about the environment in their corporation or their organization business. Talking to those individuals, join on as part of that whole careers in the community initiative. I am booking out right now through, I'm booked through January. I'm looking to build out February, March, April, May. So anyone who'd like to join on for that, please let me know. Um, we also have the abilities to have you join our database and just as an Operation Ally member. Operation Ally is another initiative that we have where you ultimately can join the database and offer abilities where you're able to go above and beyond saying thank you for a veteran. We give you the platform where if you'd like to offer exclusive discounts to military members who are referred to you or veterans who are referred to you through our Vets Community Connections Network, the veteran or military member comes to us, their spouses or family members as well. For example, if they need to have a moving service done, a mover we have in our database offers two free military moves per month, and he does it within San Diego County. So if somebody needs to be moved somewhere, and he's been one of our most active individuals. If somebody wants to offer a discount on auto services, we can do that. And we typically ask for a minimum of a 20% discount on any service or goods that someone might be offering. If it's Operation Ally, we ask for a larger commitment on a quarterly basis and then a follow-on discount throughout that afterwards. Um, The other side of it is there's always abilities to provide different information about recreational opportunities. My family, we're a big sports family. So we're, and my kids love the expensive stuff. We ride horses, we play ice hockey, we, you know, we're, we're involved. (laughs) So 
So, um, and then when they do that, they excel. So then we get into the more expensive aspects. Because of that, we have a whole database of different uh, programs and clubs that offer reduced costs for military and veteran kids. They have access to exclusive scholarships for military and veteran children. We have links and connections to these things. If someone in the community wants to sponsor and provide additional abilities to help veteran or military children participate in recreation opportunities, we can be that platform for that as well. Um, There's really, it's kind of like the, the world is your oyster. We don't have a stopping point. So we're really open to anyone who'd like to talk to us about what they think they could contribute, what they'd like to contribute, and we can tailor make it to what their ability is and provide it as an opportunity. That is amazing uh, in, in, in more ways than one uh, because you, you've opened up the door for – right now we're in November. This is the month of, of Thanksgiving, right? You're, you're opening up the ability for people to give of themselves freely. Whatever they actually can is, is what I've heard from almost any of the organizations or any of the pro, uh, promotions that you're, that you're running. Give what you can freely, yeah. so, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's uh, networking, whether it's you know communications, trainings, whatever you have. Uh, you're willing to open up your doors and say, yes, let's find a home for what you're willing to give. Is it, did I hear you correctly? Absolutely. Yeah, we're, that's the, the beauty of what we do is we have that flexibility. Let's work with you so we can help the greater good. Let's, let's you know, build that bridge to go from good to great and get everybody up to that elevated feeling and that opportunity that we know San Diego has available. San Diego is an amazing community and it's a beautiful place. We want our veterans and military members to be able to embrace all that's available here. So if you're a business owner, you could contribute to that. And it's that feel good feeling that you know that you've done something. You've contributed to that ability. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful place, all right. I mean, uh, you, you you have to stay indoors because it rains and it's cold. Maybe two weeks a year, but yeah, the rest I, of the time, right. all the other fifty weeks, like it's on, right? We can do all kinds of cool stuff uh, in our beautiful city. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I I want to know a little bit about what your plan is going forward. Where do you see the vets community? You saw it, you know, when it was first getting started. You had it, you know, thanks to Uncle Sam, you had to take a break for a little while. Uh, now you're back. You're 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 helping grow this organization where do you see it going in the next few years uh and and you know how do you see yourself as as a role within that organization my goal is to continue to grow with vcc vets community connections what we'd like to do is we have seen a 41 percent increase this year in needs and requests and connections i want to continue to see that grow i'd love to go into next year and double that um, and absolutely build out our platform we are always open to ideas as well. So if somebody thinks that there's something additional that we could be doing, please bring it to me. Let me know because I never turn something away. If it's something that I think I could really sink my teeth into and, and VCC could, could work with this and we could really help our veteran and military members benefit from this, bring it to me. I'd love to continue to build on these initiatives, careers in the community, Operation Ally. Each one of these have, has been growing what else can we do? What else can we offer out there? Um, my intent is to be here for a long time and continue to watch this flourish. 
All right, well, I'm going to contribute right now. I think you should start a podcast. I honestly, honestly feel you should. Why? Uh, first and foremost, it has been the best prospecting tool I have ever come across. I get to meet people like yourself and organizations like yours every single day. Uh, and and it gives the, it gives the guests like you uh, an opportunity to give a little more promotion. You have a database of people who uh, are looking for more business, who are looking for more exposure, who are who are contributing. Uh, one thing that you could be able to give to them is more exposure. Thank them publicly through a, through a podcast like this, through your own organization. Highlight what they're doing. Highlight what they're giving. Highlight the different trainings that are there as an opportunity, and create the content so that people are. are are more aware of what's going on and expand your reach throughout those communities that are already a part of what you're doing. Uh, and I would, I would love to be able to, to help you get that off the ground, get it started, show you how we operate things uh, and show other, other uh, vets at the same time. Like this is a great opportunity for you to meet people in an industry that you want to get into and you can have fun with it. It's not, you know, it, this is the beauty of my show. If I, if I wanted to drop Yoda in here, I could or do not. There is no try. Now, what a perfect line! Thank you, Master Yoda. Thank right? You, and then, thank you, Master Yoda. So, <laughs> so you know, th that's what I I, I feel like I, I can contribute the most at. This is what I'm really good at. This is what we've been able to develop, and I think it's something that it can be a very useful tool, not just for the vets that you know start their own, but for the community itself, for the vets community uh, organization itself, because that's more reach. That's something of value. When you have a business that comes on and you give them exposure and then you say, here's the video, here's some clips, here's some more exposure, that's value added to them. They're getting something out of it on top of that feel good, that good feeling of helping out a uh, veteran's uh, transition. I wholeheartedly agree with you. And it's pretty incredible that you're mentioning this because I was on a brainstorming session with one of our advisory board members yesterday. And this is one of our topics, talking about how I could, because I'm not out, out and about talking to businesses right now, how can we shift that and make that happen? One of the things that we can we considered was doing similar to what you're saying. I hadn't even considered going as far as a podcast, but I think that's an excellent idea, is just bringing in and doing like a live Zoom interview conversation with the businesses that we're working with. Let's do a feature Friday or a talk time Tuesday or something, come up with a, a a catchy name to it and really embrace how giving someone the platform like you're doing right now and talking about what they're offering. Why not? Right. Everybody's virtual at this point. This is the, this is the time to embrace this and grasp it. And let's, let's take it and go. I Run with, with it. Run yeah. with it. However you can help me do this. I 100% would accept it. Well, we have now officially put it in the uh, Facebook, Twitter sphere, YouTube sphere, whatever it is, whatever internet universe you want to call it. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm down. I will love. I would love to help you guys get started, get this thing off the ground. Everything that we do is an open book, uh, and I will show you how we run the show. So you know, a single one man show can make your show look pretty good uh, the way you want it to. And, and I'll teach you how we connect with everybody. So I'm that that is going to be my contributing factor. We'll be talking a little more offline for that. Excellent. But, Thank you so much, Renan. Of course. Before we go, can you uh, let people know how they can get a hold of you, especially for our listening audience? Uh, you know, let them know how they can get a hold of you, how they can get involved with the community. Excellent. My uh, direct email address is amy, A-M-Y, at vccsandiego.org. 
or they can contact us directly through the Vets Community Connections phone number, which is 1-844-VET-C-O-N-X. Um, so it's really just uh, um, contact me through the email. That's probably the most direct way. Or if they call the 844 line, um, they can talk to my one of my team members and they'll connect them directly over to me. But um, I always look forward to talking to individuals and finding out how we can collaborate. I get pretty excited about it and it, almost a bit of an adrenaline rush because I know how I'm going to be contributing to the, the community with this. I, I feel you. Every time, every time people are like, how do you have so much energy? I go, I don't know. I turn on the mic. I meet somebody new and it just happens. It's like it's that extra fuel. Every time yeah. you're going to go talk to somebody, like, I don't know, it's it's extra, and your your mind, I don't know, pituitary gland squeezes a little bit of adrenaline in there, whatever, whatever happens. I don't know what it is, but it works, right? It gives you the energy that you need. Yes. I'm that person that holds up the line at the store because I'm chatting up the random person ringing up my phone <laughs> and my family is dragging me away saying, will you just stop and let us go? <laughs> Sorry. It's in my blood. What do you want me to do? Right. What do you want me to do? All right, Amy, thank you very much for coming on the show. Ladies and gents, uh, go out there, support your vets. Uh, this is a great way to do it. Yes. You can say thank you for your service, but you can also do a little bit more. So make sure you guys check out the, the website, www.vetscommunityconnections.org. Contact Amy. You guys can find her on social media at VCC San Diego. And uh, again, Amy, thank you very much for coming on the show. You're so welcome. I really do truly appreciate your time in, in bringing me onto the show today. Well, we're going to be you. talking some more because we're going to get your show off and rolling here soon. I'm going to hold you to that. Absolutely. All right, <laughs> ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Some of you guys are doing turkey this weekend. I know I am. So enjoy that uh, word of the week. So in my family, in the CS family, we always make up weird words. Well, I mean, my immediate family. We make up weird words because we figure all words are made up anyways, right? So the word for this weekend is fatiful. By the time you're done eating turkey, you're going to feel fat, awful, and full at the same time, but you're going to do it again because you're probably going to eat multiple times this week. So enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, you guys enjoy being fatful. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace, and we're Thank out. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.